Actually, Greasy Nuts is more like your mechanic name. <laughs> yep. Your sensual mechanic name. Mm. <laughs> sensual mechanic. Mm. Mm. I'm going to replace your catalytic converter so good. Oh, yeah. Cut it off. And increase your flow. No. Oh. <laughs> we went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. Over the mountains. We fought in streams. We went west. We trapped. We the USA. USA. Yeah, shit's getting up, like, telling him about the, the other night, you know, tent fire slash axe handle baseball bat fight. That was fucking wild. Well, and John, John was just talking about somebody broke into, not his apartment apartment, but into the, the building. building. And we had Alfie get his air conditioner pried out while he was home. Yep. And like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just that, uh, what's, what do they call it? Seasonal depression or whatever? Yeah, it's just that end of American society as we know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Let's Andy. have some fun. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least I got my booster shot. So, uh, you know. According to people, I'll be dead in 30 months anyway. Sure, sure. So. Well, you're shedding virus now. Thanks for oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. That and I have robot octopuses living in my blood. So, Oh, oh he's, fuck, he's... your phone just stuck to my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How come I didn't turn magnet? Oh, I haven't had the booster shot yet. Well, plus, Maybe that's what does well, it. I think Moderna just gives you the power of invisibility and Pfizer gives you the magnetism. Oh, cool. Isn't that how it so works? I'm, I'm going to get, you had Moderna? No, I got Pfizer. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I think. Well, J- let's see if somebody could fly. Let's go up to the roof. J and J just gives you chlamydia. So. <laughs> What's the fucking at? <laughs> Boom. Uh, fucking bam. Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got autism? Bam. Now yeah. it's diarrhea. <laughs> well, you know, you got to pick one. Yeah, right. All right. That's enough fucking around because we got a lot to tackle today. Um, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West Was Fucked. All right, Tony. Here it comes. <laughs> what do you know about the core of discovery? Oh. You better know a fucking lot. We talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty fucking broad expanse, man. Yeah, I know. Well, we're going to, we're going to. Just open our throat, relax Yay. our throat muscles, and take the whole thing in right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, the whole core, huh? All right. Yep. Well, the hardcore, the hard- soft core. Yeah, the- right. uh, core discovery. Uh, let's let's boil it who's, down. Who's who's the two main figureheads of that? Uh, Lois and Clark, the New Adventures of Superman. Yes, and then uh, who's the probably the best known, I guess, sidekick or like like Beavers. No. Native American woman, Shoshone. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me say it right. Um, oh, God damn it. All right, I'm going to Americanify it. Sacagawea. Yeah, Sacagawea. That's it! There of course, go. we're going to say Sacagawea. And then also, also supporting cast, uh, uh, Seaman and York. and. Oh, yeah, Seaman, the fucking dog. Yes, and, and many, many... Uh, uh, what, what, how many dudes in uh, total? 30-some, uh, And th- That's the army dudes, and then they had like... Civilians that were off and on, like pushing the boats and shit, and mm-hmm. it, it, you we'll know, find out. It, it takes a village to uh, <laughs> to explore places that people already live. Explore places, <laughs> yeah. It takes a village to massacre an entire people's. They didn't. To they their, only shot to, one. They shot one. Oh shit! Oh, the, 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 my bad. Sorry. The, the, the core. I mean, they might have paid the way for a massacre, but more or less, they were kind of peaceful, other than giving everybody VD. Yeah, I was gonna say all the VD and diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. <everywhere> they went. <laughs> But any which way, let's get uh, Will started with the Comic Sans. And the lovely NPR. Uh, on the 27th birthday of the United States. Oh, rock star death. That's when yeah. America died. 1803. Tommy Jeff announced the purchase of the Louisiana Purchase. That's redundant as fuck. <laughs> and the same day, he gave Lewis a letter authorizing him to buy anything he wanted on credit. <laughs> It's a gold card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sky's the limit, baby. Get, get Directly a, from the president. Tw- a Twitch and a fucking... <laughs> and he said, look for a way to the Pacific. So he did. Mm. I guess that's... We're done. Okay. Oh, see? Piece, <laughs> piece of cake. 
Well, and it must be pointed out that he was somewhat inspired by the fact that uh, there's this guy, uh, David Thompson, that had already been to the Pacific, only he did it up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we don't mention anything about that. Well, we're going to do, do a whole episode about it sometime. Our, I'm doing this for the edification of our Canadian listeners that bitch about we don't talk enough about Canada. But we'll, we'll get to it. It's their fault for living in Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> anyway. I wish I was in Canada. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They wouldn't have you. No. Uh, Meriwether Lewis was born August 18th, 1774, near Rockfish Gap in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. Rockfish Gap. That doesn't sound right. I was going to say- Wouldn't that be a trench? Mm -hmm. Well, and also, rockfish are not in mountains. They're in, you know, oceans. What the fuck? Okay, anyway. Uh, The first Lewis came to America in 1635. Like Daniel Day Lewis, or? Mm-hmm. he got a grant from the king for thirty three thousand three hundred thirty three and a third acres. Shut the fuck up! Are you serious? Yep. What? It's just easier to write it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, this goes to prove that there's only twenty white people back in the day. That uncle of Mary Weather Lewis's father married a sister, George Washington. What? Wow! You just almost said every family related, like the mother of the sister of the brother of the cousin of the <laughs> uncle. Of- mm-hmm. Okay. Another relative of uh, Lewis's explored with Jefferson's father. There we go. Damn. Uh, 1769, William Lewis married his cousin. Of course he did. Nice. Lucy Merriweather. And I'm sure she was like 12. Mm-hmm. Lucy? Lucy. She was named after a handful of cigarettes? Yep. Oh, I was going to go with the Charlie Brown character, but oh, sure. sure. <laughs> Where the, you know, the primate hominid... Human oh, yeah. person. The Merriweather family was also Welsh and landrich. They had 17,952 acres near Charlottesville. Not 1777.7? Nope. Okay. Uh, the two families were close-knit. There were 11 marriages between the two families between 1725 and 1774. I was going to say, it sounds like they're close-knit, marrying well, their own cousins yeah, and sisters I was say, and shit. Close-knit, I think, here is a euphemism for inbred, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Royal bloodline. After Meriwether was born, war broke out. His father served without pay, so he must have been rich. Mm. In 1779, Lieutenant Lewis spent a short leave with his family crossing the swollen river. His horse was swept away and drowned. Ah. He almost drowned, but he made it back home where he died of pneumonia. Of course. Two days later. Let me drown. Uh. Well, I guess he did drown then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just internally. Mm-hmm. On yep. his own fucking shit. Yeah. Lucas, yeah. That paints a picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Lewis, that's Meriwether's brother, became his guardian. He commanded a militia against a Cherokee army in 1776, who were stirred up by the British. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, stirred up. May 13, 1780, his mom remarried to Captain John Marks. Uh, his mom knew a lot about medical remedies of plants that she passed on. Hey, yeah. No one knew anything about yeah. medical remedies back then. Rub this tree on you, <laughs> cure your cancer. And Tommy Jefferson was fond of her hams. Also <laughs> euphemistic. We talking titties or ass or um, actual I'm ham? I'm going to go with ass. Like, I think, I'm thinking actual ham. I'm thinking actual ham, but if you're going to, like, ham titties just sounds weird. <laughs> Ham hawkers. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like uh, the song. Uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the Wheeler Walker Jr. You're up in my house, never see them titties. Gonna take a long look at those tig old bitties. Areola's looking nice, nipples looking real pretty. Come on, let me get her at your boots. Drop them out, let me see them knockers Gonna take a long look at those big ham hawkers Just squeeze them together while I play with my cocker Come on, let me get her at your boots. Oh, okay. Yeah, he calls well, them ham hawkers. Well, he, he can do whatever he fucking wants. But. <laughs> Redneck shit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was nine, Meriwether was in Georgia setting up a colony with his stepfather. Oh, God, thank God. I thought he was just by himself at nine <laughs> setting up a colony. Yeah. Follow me. Well, it's like, you know, before Sid Meier's, that's how you played Civ. You, just, <laughs> you started a civilization. You, you, you build a hut. <laughs> uh, family lore has a story of a pissed off bull. Rushing after Meriwether and his young friends, his friends ran away, and Meriwether calmly stood his ground and shot the bull. <laughs> okay. Still nine, or is this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, he was naturally curious. He returned to Virginia at age 13 for some more education. 
Then his his stepfather died, too, in 1791 while he was in Georgia. That'll teach you. Uh, At age 18, he ended his education and took over the plantation of two dozen slaves Mm. and 2,000 acres of land. Mm. So tobacco farming used a lot of land because you'd only use it for a few years and all the nutrients would be gone, so you'd have to move on. It's because they put all the nutrients in the cigarettes and chewing tobacco. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why they're good for you. Yes. Why I'm so healthy. (laughs) So it's no wonder Jefferson wanted more land for the United States. Uh, May 11th, 1792, American sea captain Robert Gray sailed into a river and named it the Columbia after his ship. Holy shit. Well, Jeff- that and, yeah, that means he had to cross the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Jefferson wanted a way to it. He engaged the Philosophical Society of Philadelphia to have a traveler undertake the expedition to the Pacific. On hearing of the project, teenage Lewis asked to join, but Jefferson turned him down. Because he was teenage Lewis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he chose Andre Michaud, who got underway June 1793. But he got to Kentucky, but Jefferson realized he was a secret agent working for the French. Oh, what fu- the fuck? What gave it away? Like his French name? <laughs> <laughs> and he was fuck. going to attack Spanish possessions beyond the Mississippi. That motherfucker. <sighs> So at Jefferson, which we ended up doing later, right. anyhow. So I'm trying to imagine this guy like, oh yes, I will go travel for you. Oh yeah. Why do you talk like that, man? Yeah. I'm from Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Well, have a good time. Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lewis was bored on the plantation because you don't have anything to do because other people are do- <laughs> doing it forced for to do it for you. <laughs> oh God, he's like fucking uh, uh, the princess from Aladdin. Uh, I never can leave the castle walls. With his fucking pet tiger and shit. Oh. So yeah. boring around here. Shit gets old. <laughs> you ever clean up tiger shit? <laughs> Actually. At age 20, he volunteered for the militia, which was called up by General Washington to quell the Whiskey Rebellion. Oh, yeah. So in 1794, Washington and 13,000 soldiers invaded western Pennsylvania. Rain, mud, disease, and lack of discipline threatened to dissolve the force, and drunkenness was rampant on the way to quell the Whiskey Rebellion. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but they were drinking vodka. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Did did every space spirit have a rebellion at some point? There, there was a rum, rum one, right? Rum riots. Yeah. There's, and well, there's, there's, well, there's, there's a band 20, called Rum Rebellion. Rum rebellion. I don't know about it, like, there's 25-cent beer night. Uh, there must have been some kind of tequila event and a vodka event. Fucking Malort. Fucking oh. massacre. It's <laughs> just everybody that drinks that shit. Fucking Jägermeister dagger fighter. I don't I don't know. Is that a Sega game? I, it should be. <laughs> Here, do a shot of this cough medicine and stab a guy. Uh, men were inadequately clothed and fed. Yeah, but they're drunk. They don't care. Uh, a month... Spring break. Month in, many were barefoot, but... Lewis got to hang out with the officers and eat better. Hey, you guys are cool, man. Yeah. Since he was of the landed gentry. Yes. But he was still a private since he was still young, but he still got to hang out with the officers. Well, yeah, they don't want him catching the bad habits of the working class. That's right. You're rich and white. I don't see any problem with you standing around here. As they marched towards Pittsburgh, the leaders fled down the Ohio to Spanish Louisiana. Two rebels were captured. They were found guilty for treason, but they were pardoned by George Washington. Uh, the show of force had worked. The whiskey tax was never collected, but other taxes were. And the threat of Western secession was calmed down for now. For now. For now. For now. Foreshadowing. Lewis stayed six months longer as an occupying force in Western Pennsylvania. Just drinking whiskey and hanging out with the landed gentries. Mm-hmm. He became an ensign, which was the lowest officer, I guess. Yeah, that's weird because... That's a Navy rank? Yep. Okay. I hadn't quite figured it out yet. No. It was, it's a militia at this point, right? Yeah. Okay. So they just make up shit. I'm a star captain. <laughs> what do you do? I'm a, you know, drive a team of mules and shoot a cannon off the back of a ox That's cart. You goddamn know. right. I don't know why I have mules and an ox cart, but whatever. Uh, he got vaccinated for smallpox. Ah, see? Wow. Booster. Yeah. Shit's a myth. I'm vaccinated for smallpox and it really doesn't even exist anymore yeah you dumbass can't believe you actually went and did that that's why i have the third eye on my back (laughs) oh that was from that Mm -hmm. fuck i want that vaccination charges were brought against him by lieutenant elliot for drunkenness and insulting him fucking shocking they were discussing politics 
then challenged him to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. We're so close to that again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... When you say close, I mean, we're kind of there. I know. <laughs> so Lewis was acquitted, but Lewis couldn't serve in the same outfit as Elliot. Hey, you guys, you go this way, you go this way. So General Wayne transferred the 21-year-old Lewis to the chosen rifle company of elite riflemen slash sharpshooters. Yeah. You know what that probably meant back in those days? You could afford a rifle, mm-hmm. which is inherently more accurate than a musket, so you're going to be a better shot, even if you're a shitty shot. <laughs> I got a Sharps Buffalo gun. Yep. Well, I guess you're a Sharps That, that wasn't even invented yet. Oh, fuck. Oh, right. We're These still in These are muzzleloader-ass yeah. shit, and, but it's just the difference between a smooth barrel and a rifle barrel. Rifle barrel, yeah. And the thing is, with a rifle, it was harder to load from the muzzle because of the rifling, you know, forcing the ball in there. It takes longer, mm-hmm. but the increase in accuracy is well worth it. If you're firing from a concealed position or a position where you're not going to get instantly shot. Right. But once again, they were more expensive. So generally, they weren't like standard issue. It was generally Rich when you're shit. supplying your own arms. Yeah. yeah. So guess who the captain of that company was? Uh, probably Clark. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh. oh, this is the meat cute. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, yeah, real cute. <laughs> Could be real cute. You never know well, with these guys. Yeah. I've seen paintings of them. They're, mm-hmm. they're both relatively normal looking, have teeth and stuff. <laughs> uh, Clark had ties to Charlottesville, where Lewis's mother was from, so they get along. Clark's older brother, General George Rogers Clark, was the conqueror of the old Northwest. What does that mean? Like Michigan? Mm-hmm. Ohio. Okay. Uh, during the revolution, uh, that's during during the revolution. That's what he did. Uh, William Clark has been in the army for four years and taken part of the Battle of Fallen Timbers. In six months, he had quit the army because of health and family responsibilities. But for that half a year, he and Lewis became good friends. Okay, I like how he quit for health and family responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Sounds like somebody was making up any possible thing they could. <laughs> or his wife threatened to shoot him if he didn't come back and help him raise he, no, twelve kids. I don't think he had a wife had. at that point, did he? Oh, okay, nope. In fact, has... did he ever have a wife? I don't think he did. Mm, I don't think so. It's almost like I have a computer in my pocket. Oh, supercomputer. <laughs> no, it's like the. I was just thinking someone in his family, like his dad, like, you better get back here and help the goddamn fucking chores. I'm going to shoot I'm you in the fucking head. It will be hazardous to my health if I don't go back and help with the chores. Uh, Lewis got his rambling in, covering the Northwest through Ohio. Oh, that kind of rambling. Yep. He marched from Detroit to Pittsburgh one time, carrying dispatches. Uh, sometimes he would get lost, though. While home, he joined the Masons, so you know he's part of the Illuminati. Oh, sweet. Uh, March 3rd, 1799, Lewis became a lieutenant and was posted to recruiting duty in Charlottesville. 1800, he was shipped to Detroit and became the paymaster, so he got to do more roaming through the old Northwest. And also probably skimming a little bit out of the pay. Oh, yeah. December 5th, 1800, he got promoted to captain. Oh, shit. Clark Clark had been married twice to Harriet Radford in 1821 to 1831 and Julia Hancock in 1808 to 1820. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Because they named the, the Judith River after her. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's right. I actually do remember that part. 1800 election, there was a tie between Jefferson and Burr. Hamilton backed Jefferson on the 36th ballot, and Jefferson was chosen president, and Burr the vice president. Yep, and then later they had an argument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's rap about it now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that, that's a good show, and that guy's very talented. Absolutely. But the thing, the the, the reason I know that shit best is because of that oh, fucking, that got milk commercial. Yep. With the guy that looks like Steve Buschimi, like, yeah. like Steve Walmart, Walmart, little brother. Walmart grade Steve Buschimi. Yeah. yeah. You know what I found out? Because I, I actually had to cut a part of that to throw into an episode a, a, a while ago. Um, I found out that that ad was um, directed by Michael Bay. What? Yes. Okay. Wow. So Michael Bay did a bunch of Got Milk ads, and then, then he did like The Rock, and then started making <laughs> fucking big movies after that. But that one was done by awesome. Michael Bay. Which is why that actor is in it, because that guy is like in a fuckload of Michael Bay movies. Hello, for $10,000, who should... Excuse me? He always plays like bit roles and shit. I know he's in a bunch of shit. I cannot think of a single one, though. The one I remember the best is, uh, this isn't a Michael Bay movie, but it's um, That Thing You Do. That like 60s band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Dio Neaters, right? Uh, That's a great movie. 
Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that is not the film wreck for this week, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. Fuck you. <laughs> it's Wagons East. Oh, fuck. Damn it. No, it's Paint Your Wagon. <laughs> hey, fuck off. <laughs> uh, when Tommy Jeff took office in 1801, there was a little more than 5 million people in the whole U.S. Uh, wait. When you say that... What's what's the caveat? Yeah, 5 one, million people or 5 million one, European people? One-fifth were black slaves. Yeah, and how many were Native American? They didn't bother with that. That's why I was asking. So, fuck. Yep. Uh, just to recap from earlier last year uh, that I learned, is that uh, black people, Mexicans, and Native Americans don't usually count in, in the census. Or body counts if you're a Texas or body Ranger. They don't even count if you're murdering people and you really want to pad your numbers. Fuck. You don't count them. It's fucked up. Yeah, equal representation in the body count, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway. Boundaries stretch from the Atlantic to the Mississippi and mm-hmm. the Great Lakes to the Gulf. That's a thousand miles by a thousand. Two-thirds of the people lived within 50 miles of Tidewater, and only four roads crossed the Appalachians. Mm, Appalachians. Appalachians. Sorry, uh, Paul. I was going to say, he's, he's going to come <laughs> at us with that again. I fucking know. Uh, Jefferson believed that the Blue Ridge Mountains were the highest on the continent. And Jefferson believed a lot of fucked up things. He also believed the mammoth and the giant sloth and other prehistoric creatures would be found on the upper Missouri. Which we have mentioned in the past, because yeah. that's one of my favorite things. Is he's just like I get, just picture him. Why the giant sloth? Is that is that like the same period as a mammoth? Okay, but, all Pleistocene. Okay, so they they had found like bones, bones and shit. Okay, right. okay. I just still always picture Tommy Jeffs sitting there in a big room with like all these fucked up maps laid out on the floor. With a bunch of like wooden dinosaurs and mammoths and like wagons and shit. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna find the Northwest Passage. Oh shit, mammoths! You know, kind of doing that, and that's how this whole shit was planned out. He like wrote a proposal and went to Congress for money after you know spending Christmas break. Fucking... Sure. If you see here, <laughs> yeah. here's a perfect representation of a giant sloth. Well, it's more like, oh, and then the keelboat will go like, craw, and they'll shoot the mammoth with a rail gun, and like, you know. Then the Millennium Falcon flies in. Yeah. Uh, Also that there was a mountain of pure salt. (laughs) A mile long. And the big salt. Salt mountain. Oh, Jesus. All the well, rocks are made of salt. They weren't all the way around. And the salt Ex- it grows on bushes. <laughs> and the hands are made uh, of fuck. salt. It, w- it well, it wasn't like a mountain of salt. It it's was like a, a giant desert of salt. Lake of salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is actually going dry, ironically. So well, it's yeah. going to be the Great Salt Flats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and they like. I'm worried about like they have Antelope Island out in the middle of that. Yeah. That has bison on it. So what happens when they are no longer surrounded by a moat of salt water? Get the fuck out of there. Go rampage through downtown Salt Lake City. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking A. Just, that, that'll make it even cooler when you go through Salt Lake. Everything's on fire half the time anyway. Now they'll be rampaging Buffalo. Fuck, yeah. I might go back. <laughs> he believed that volcanoes were still erupting in the Badlands. Well, they're burning coal veins. Mm-hmm. So, And all the great rivers originated from a single height of land. And you believe there's a water connection linked by a low portage across the mountains that would lead to the Pacific. Of course. And that's Just not... that easy. I love that it's like mo- mostly based on hopefulness and, you know... Just good... shit, shitty science and yeah. shitty geography. It's like... I'm sure that's the way it is. Why, why do you think that? Oh, because it has to be. The creator would not have made this in such a manner where it wasn't so super convenient to exploit. God would never fuck me like that. Uh, Louisiana was up for grabs. Uh, Spain claimed it, but had no presence there. Because they were busy kind of in the Everywhere Caribbean. Everywhere else. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jefferson wanted a country from sea to shining sea, goddammit. Oh, this shit is his fault? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Oh, well, you didn't realize that? Of course, Jefferson made Washington. his living in tobacco and slaves, which needed unending land acquisition. Uh, Eleven days after his inauguration, Jefferson wrote Captain Lewis... He needed a secretary. The salary would only be $500 a year, but Lewis could retain his rank and write to promotion, and he would live at the president's house. Uh, Lewis was thrilled at the chance. It took him three weeks to get from Pittsburgh to D.C. Uh, There he helped Jefferson reduce the army, 
And Lewis knew all the western forts and its officers and which ones were competent and which ones to fire. But most of Lewis's tasks were pretty menial. Uh, Jefferson's pay was $25,000, but he also had to pay for everything himself, which was food, horses, and servants. And he had to pay Lewis out of pocket. My heart fucking bleeds. <laughs> uh, Jefferson was widowed. So it was Lewis and Jefferson in a bachelor pad there. Oh, odd couple shit. Mm-hmm. This is bottles of fucking... Merlord. Merlord. Oh, God. Mm-mm. That thankfully hadn't been discovered yet. Oh, Sam Adams. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bottles of Sam Adams yeah, everywhere. They didn't, they didn't have Malort until they found Chicago and found the, the elevated hill that just has a spring of Malort coming out of oh. it. <laughs> I, I figured out how, like, how they named that shit. That's the sound you make while you're dying. It's from like drinking. the first person to ever sip it. Was like, <laughs> like, yeah, write that down. It's got a ring to it. Jefferson saw periods of melancholy in Lewis. Yep. Uh, the same he saw in his father. It's rough being a rich white guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jefferson was a father figure for Lewis. Oh. Like George Michael. Yep. Uh, Jefferson leaked some uh, info on a foreign affairs to the press. That was nothing new, but he wanted attention brought to it. Uh, the journalist was named James Callender, but Callender's article was full of BS, and Jefferson disapproved of it. Callender then described President Adams as a hideous hermaphroditical character, <laughs> which has neither the force or firmness of a man. Now that's how you smear somebody. <laughs> nor, Incineration burn. <laughs> nor the gentleness and sensibility of a woman. Oh, good. <laughs> Incineration. You're the insult master. But Calendar was arrested for his words. Oh, good. And tried on charges of violating so, the Sedition Act. But, you know, First Amendment and, you know. So he was found guilty and fined $200. Oh, of course. And thrown into prison. Wow. Uh, by the time Jefferson became president, he served his nine-month sentence. Uh, Jefferson pardoned him and tried to get him back the $200 fine. What? Wait, who who pressed the charges? Uh, that would have been uh, President Adams at the time. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. But now Jefferson's. I'm, I'm saying, like, when, when was the First Amendment added to the Constitution? Because that seems like a direct violation of said amendment. Yeah, it sure it does. must have been post Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. Calendar demanded a postmaster position in Richmond for his do goodings. Calendar came to D.C. to claim his money. Jefferson sent Lewis to give him fifty dollars. Calendar was ungrateful and demanded the postmaster job. Then Jefferson wanted nothing to do with Calendar anymore and refused. Wow, okay, what, what a dickhead. What, what year was this? Uh, 1808 or 06 or something? 1800, I think. Okay, okay so, yeah, as near as I can tell, First Amendment was from 1789. Does that make any sense? Oh, wow. So it just wasn't being enforced that time around? Or maybe he was being selectively enforced, sure. you know, because somebody was slandering yeah. a powerful person in the press. <laughs> so Jefferson wants nothing to do with Calendar anymore, and Calendar went back to Richmond and started publishing anti-Jefferson articles. <laughs> After they fucking pardoned him. This man's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> he pardoned a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> He's soft on crime. <laughs> Uh, one article accused him of having an affair with a slave named Black Sally. Yeah, that... So the rumor still stands today, though nothing to prove of it, but nothing not to either. Right. But well, most, most... I'm thinking Black Sally might have been fictional, but uh, there's a lot of supporting evidence for a lot of, a lot lot of, of slave rape back kind of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yay. Uh, within a year, Calendar fell into a puddle and... Drunk and drowned. Uh oh, it's a fucking hit. Uh, fuck. I well, that's kind of an awesome theory, but I just love how Calendar didn't kill himself. Well, <laughs> I just like the fact that you know he fell into a puddle and drowned. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And fucking drowned. I mean, fucking but three shit, inches of water. Yeah, but shit like that happens all the time yeah, in this shit. Yeah, like, I, oh, I see people sleep in puddles these days. <laughs> I mean, maybe we aren't as big of pussies as like. <laughs> Well, they had big puddles back then. I the guess. Day. They don't make puddles like they used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't make pneumonia like they used to That's either. True. That's true. In his two years in D.C., Lewis learned much from Tommy Jeff and his acquaintances and introduced to new instruments of navigation and listens to discussions on geography of America, which they knew nothing about. Yeah, which anyway. they were totally making up. <laughs> like, 
This is a sextant. I think, this is an electric this, guitar. Isn't this still kind of the point where they thought California was an island? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Precogs. They're telling the future, man. Jefferson had been proposing the trip since the end of the war, asking one time William Clark's brother, General George Clark, to do it. Uh, 1786, Jefferson met John Ledyard, who was the cook when he explored the Pacific Northwest. He wanted to walk around the world. Mm, good, uh, good goal. <laughs> <laughs> Jefferson was supportive, but he got arrested in Poland and sent back. What? <laughs> Doesn't say what it was for. Walking, I guess. Yeah, sure. Then a French vessel vessel was sent to the Northwest, but was shipwrecked near Australia. So they must have been really lost. Yeah, no oh, shit. I was going to say, how the fuck does that geography work? <laughs> so spring of 1801, Jefferson found out that Spain gave France back Louisiana. So Jefferson sent James Monroe to purchase Louisiana for France for $2 million. And once again, just just all kinds of people already living there. Yeah. With A, no concept that any of this bullshit is happening in... <sighs> I mean, surprise in years to come. That'd be, that's like if I if I sold my neighbor's house to like Will. Oh yeah, well, or like well, gave it to Will, and then and then you walked up and tried to buy it from Will, or just but, or just took it. But it's my neighbor's house, and people already live there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> what the fuck, man. Uh, Alexander Mackenzie was a young Scotsman in the fur trade in Montreal. Mm. In 1789, he was posted to a trading post at Lake Athabasca in northern Alberta. And he led a small party to Slave Lake, then followed a river that now bears his name to the ocean. So that's that that, that and that, Thompson. That, that's the real Mackenzies. Mm-hmm. God damn it! Was hard at work, the devil appeared from her. He had a roll of copper and a bucket full of nails. The devil said, I'm the chip, take his nails and copper roll. But you also have to take this ride and I will take your soul. But he made it to the Arctic and not the Pacific. That's uh, two different things. Mm-hmm. 1793, he set out again with Scott Alexander McKay and crossed the continental divide. Gee, what nationality was he? Uh, he could have been Scots, too. <laughs> and they got into the Fraser River which he thought was part of the Columbia and followed it down to now Vancouver. Holy fuck. Uh, Mackenzie fell into a depression and tried to prepare his journal for print. Like depression, like hole in the ground or depression, like mental state? Because <laughs> it's he drowned, both, both, are, both are likely. Yeah. <laughs> but he was depressed that he knew that the route could never be used for trade and he left for London. Oh, yeah, because that, that fuck Mackenzie River is rocky as fuck, isn't it? I guess Like so. I think they tried to navigate it in boats and shit. And it was kind of like uh, the... Overland Astro Party when they got to like the fucking snake and all their boats got fucked up on rocks. Oh, I think it was yeah. basically a very similar type situation. That's kind of cool that his his you know the the body of water bears his name and then he's like man it's terrible nobody's oh, yeah. ever gonna ride a boat in this thing. Yeah. Oh, it's like building the Tony Memorial Highway and then it's never opened and. Hey, at least, at least I got a highway. I guess there's somewhere to skateboard. Yeah, for, exactly. For it to take, you know, take your kiddo out riding the bike and stuff. <laughs> yeah, totally. Build some sweet jumps. Yeah. yeah. You ever take it off any sweet jumps? Uh, 1801, his journal was published. Uh, Jefferson ordered a copy. Did he want it to be published, or did they just fucking... No, they they always wanted it. To be oh, okay, yeah. okay. Then I jerked off in a cedar tree. Then I jerked <laughs> off in a Douglas fir. <laughs> But Jefferson didn't get a copy until the summer of 1802. God damn it. Louis DeJoy is fucking fucking up the postal system yep, even back son then. Son of a bitch. Uh, he and Lewis devoured the book. Like, literally? Because mm-hmm. that's also a possibility. Because mm-hmm. anything could fucking happen. Well, I mean, we just did the fucking the Donner <laughs> Party where they're eating their fucking shoelaces <laughs> yeah. and shit. Yeah. Uh, it lit a fire under Jefferson. And literally. the news of the British government trying to get into the Northwest kind of... Put yeah. his action in the gear. Yeah, you got to you call dibs on that shit for part. sure. Yep. Sometime during the summer or fall of 1802, Jefferson told Lewis he'd be in charge of the trip. Evidently, Jefferson consulted no one or considered anybody else for the position. 
Jefferson's library was the most extensive in the world on the subject of geography of North America. Which was like, mostly you open a book, it just says, here there be dragons! Yeah, right. And then you close the book. And... <laughs> he also took botany lessons from Jefferson. This how, is a plant. How to botany. <laughs> yeah. This, this is a mandrake root. It has the soul of a witch in it, and if applied to your warts, it'll make them fall off and deliver gold coins to your pocket. <laughs> uh, taught him how to use a sextant. Yeah. Yes. Mm. They figured out a cipher just in case they had to communicate in uh, another people's country, like, like Spain. Yeah, like clandestine warfare shit, like the, uh, Little Orphan Annie Dakota Ring style. Drink Ovaltine. And they also talked to finding the Welsh Indians on the Missouri. What? What? The Welsh Indians, Devin. You heard that one? No. no. They thought the Mandan were Welsh. What the fuck? Why? Just because? Because they had lighter, England, lighter hair. And England is everywhere. Hail Britannia. The sun never sets. Yeah. Well, actually, it was more likely they had probably some Scandinavian in them, maybe. Yeah. But why? It's possible. Why Welsh? Why giant sloths? You know, apparently there was Koreans in Colorado, too. Right? Sure. You know? <laughs> so as soon as Congress approved the funds, Jefferson began writing his scientific friends to teach Lewis. But they kind of had to keep it on the down low since they haven't bought the I am totally, country yet. totally picturing the training montage. Sometimes when your hopes have all been shattered. Ben Franklin, like, throwing test tubes at him, and he's dodging them. <laughs> he also conferred with Albert Gallatin, another serious map oh, of collector. The, of the Gallatin range? Mm-hmm. Ooh. He had detailed maps on the uh, Missouri up to Bismarck. Holy fuck. Beyond this was Terra Incognito. Yeah. Well, and I guess the ma- the previous maps were what, from, like, the French fur trade dudes? Probably. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Yeah. We did talk about that a little bit. Oh, yeah. They we're we're going using... to talk about it more. Yeah, well, I was just thinking they were still using, like, super fucking old maps. Well, and, like, um, the thing is, like, the first kind of Europeans kind of penetrate that far mostly considered to be, a lot of times, the French. Yeah. Which is where we're going to do an episode about the Métis, mm-hmm. like, eventually here. And, like, yeah. But as we'll find out, there was Frenchies all over the West trapping beavers and <sighs> doing... What would be considered now pretty much sex crimes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but they're French, so it's okay, like Pepe Le Pew. Nah, it's, yeah. oh, well. it's not sex crimes, it's just a different culture. Uh, I gotta get something out of my backpack. Carry on. Oh, okay. Stick around for more How the West Was Fucked. <laughs> Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I'm Captain William Clark of the Corps of Discovery, and on our fame journey to the Pacific, we collected a lot of stuff. Examples of flora and fauna, information of the native peoples, maps of the unknown continent. Also, we collected the French pox and the gleet. Good thing we brought along Dr. Rush's bilious pills, the thunderclappers. Now we're 60% mercury. Kills all your venereals, gonorrhea, and syphilis, and anything else that ails you. Headache? Gone. Bam! Now you have diarrhea. Stomachache? Bam! Diarrhea. Itchy teeth? Bam! Diarrhea. Moral gunshot wound to the head? Diarrhea. Side effects include diarrhea, explosive diarrhea, projectile diarrhea, Jackson Pollock, Diarrhea, Exxon Valdez, Diarrhea, Challenger Spacecraft, Diarrhea, and holy shit, I can't believe that came out of my ass, Diarrhea. 
That's Dr. Rush's bilious pills, the Thunderclappers. So it was up to Lewis to plan the expedition. So how many men, how much stuff to take along, what medicines... How much bilious tobacco? Pills. Lots of bilious pills. And how much bilious pills? Yeah! Yep, right. Bilious pills are back, baby. They, Fuck! They, that's what I'm going to go get when we went away. That's... Oh, no, I want one. I didn't want one before. Well, we were at the store. <laughs> hey, when we when we finish episode one, we're going back to the store. Okay. Anyway. This has been in my fridge for weeks, and I decided it... Ooh, aged. Well, I mean, look, it's also damaged, like... Look at the patina. Well, they just look like that. That's what they come like that. Does it? Yeah. Okay. I just thought it had incurred some wrath of backpack. <laughs> it's also nice in room temperature, so this should be delightful. Just hanging out with the keystones? No, those are gone. Finally. Yeah, I know. We drank them all. All I have left is I, I have uh, six cans of Olympia oh, that are shit. never going to get drank. Oh, right. Because yeah. they stopped making fucking Olympia. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Uh, Lewis planned on being in St. Louis at the end of 1803. In 1804, he expected to cross the mountains and make it to the Pacific. So at Harper's Ferry, they get 54 caliber, 33-inch barreled Kentucky rifles. Yep. So that's some DDL, uh, uh, like, Last mm-hmm. of the Mohicans rifles. That's pretty much those, the big fucking long ones with the weird stock. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the, the fucking horse sex book was uh, Kentucky Pistols, what he had. Yeah. He? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. They could kill a deer at 100 yards somewhat accurately. And once again, you caught that he said 54 caliber, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. You know how big that is, right? It's fucking huge, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking huge. And like, like for instance, a modern day like 50 caliber rifle, like a Barrett or like whatever, you know, effective range of what, up to I think three miles? Jesus Christ. Where, whereas 100, 100 yards. 100 yards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two shots a minute if you're an expert. Woo! Burning mm-hmm. it up. Fucking take that shit to machine gun school. I uh, He stayed at Harper's Ferry for a month to oversee the iron frame of a boat. Also, Tony, what what else do we know ancillary about Harper's Ferry? Uh, that's where John Brown tried to break into and then get the ice. You are correct. Yeah. Why were they trying to break into it? Get the fucking guns, baby. There you go. Yeah. So To fight the fucking, the man. Yeah. So Lewis has that boat frame that he would take all the way with him. That they're going to use in Great Falls there. So it's like getting the chassis from a classic car and mm-hmm. waiting to restore it. <laughs> but it weighed only 44 pounds. But you, you restore it okay, while you're by on bo- a fucking... By, by boat frame, do you just mean he like carried a two-by-six or something? Probably, like, I guess. Oh, uh, just put a belt around a bunch of sticks and tie it? Uh, yeah. To... Or I was just picturing like a plank. That's the frame, you know? Oh, sure, you Just yeah. kind of add the rest. Technically. <laughs> We're gonna restore <laughs> We're gonna store this 56 Chevy uh, while we take it on a road trip. Yeah, yeah. Across the country. Also, all we have is a tie rod. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Lewis spent $289.50 on dried soup. Ramen. <laughs> wow, I didn't know they had that back dried then. Dried soup? That's, that's actually kind of impressive. Man, I am that's... so going to spend so much time looking up dried soup <laughs> from the 1800s. That's 193 pounds worth. Wow, that's Jesus a lot of pounds of soup. Never heard of He spent of more on soup than guns and ammo combined. Well, yeah, because soup is good food, makes a great meal, but, you know, everybody had guns. Uh, sometime along the way, Lewis thought he, that he needed another officer for the trip. It's all this soup buying. Dude, you know what? Okay, so I'm pretty sure what he got was that fucking, um, was like bullion? Yeah, it's absolutely. Okay. Well, it's like I've talked about well, the, I mean, the just... chili queens, like, sending out the chili bullion bricks with the cattle dries in later years. Yeah. They'd give you all the spices and stuff in like a brick wrapped in wax sure, paper. Sure, sure. And, you, and then you just go shoot a farmer's cow because you're not eating the cows that you're driving because right. those are your money. So you shoot some dirt farmer's cow and then the cook chops it up into wee chunks and then just adds boiling water and adds a block of this salty, peppery brick into it. Fuck. All right. So yeah. it's basically, yeah, it's like a cuz or basically the same as what the, you were telling me about the, the British military. They they give you like the fucking oh the, bullion, bu- the boilable buttons boilable buttons like the the tea that's like beef tea or whatever oh uh, b- bovril bovril that's right yeah yes. yeah 
Mm, but yeah, beef tea. it's oh. called portable soup. Was a kind of dehydrated food used in the 18th, 19th centuries, originating from Great Britain. It was a precursor of meat extract and bouillon cubes, mm. and mm. of uh, industrially dehydrated instant food, also known as pocket soup or veal glue. All right, both of those are appetizing <laughs> as fuck. We need a new special at Yonder Victory pocket Lounge. Soup. Like, come on in for Wednesday, pocket soup and hardtack. You know, <laughs> fucking. Beef glue. What did you call it? Veal glue. Veal glue. Veal glue. <laughs> you know, veal, veal glue and hard hard tack Wednesdays. Makes veal stick to anything. Yeah. We'll give you some grog <laughs> and some bilious pills. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, of course, the medical advisor to Lewis was who? What, Ben Franklin? Benjamin Rush. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Signer of the Declaration of Independence. And most eminent doctor of the day. He Who got still his, thought you'd get like cancer from having ghosts in your teeth? Mm-hmm. He got his thunderclappers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Boom, diarrhea. 50 dozen of them. <laughs> so instead of bringing a doctor, Lewis would be the doctor for the oh, trip. Oh, yeah. So oh, all you need is a couple of, conver- you know, a couple of talks with the best yeah. doctor of the day. Yeah, and one for the doctor. Picturing, <laughs> picturing the, yeah. How many animals do they bring? Salt shaker, <laughs> cocaine. Dude, that's like the best uh, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? The Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man. Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Jerry Maguire. J- yeah, Jerry. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Toby Maguire. Jerry Maguire. My favorite Toby Maguire movie is uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have asthma. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, he's just mired in the shape of your skull. <laughs> Bats. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I need. Oh, it's about the t- time of year where I reread that every time I'm taking a dump. I always there have it go. sitting on the back of the toilet seat, and it seems like always the December, January time frame is when uh, we delve back into that. Yeah. That, that timeless holiday classic. <laughs> is that woman fucking a polar bear? <laughs> <laughs> Impossible to walk in this uh, Lewis had five wagons take all his stuff from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, then down the Ohio to the Mississippi, and then set off for D.C. for one more consult with Jefferson. He also arranged for a boat to be built in Pittsburgh. With that chassis that he carried that weighed 40 pounds? No, they're going to save that for later. Oh. they got to carry it all the way. It's, it's a later boat. Literally a piece of plywood. Just <laughs> shit's expensive. Uh, Jefferson also gave Lewis an unlimited line of credit and to buy things if in in another country, too. I guess I don't know. Is how he expecting that. like the Spanish like had settlements and shit over there or what? Like, and or, also or, you or, just like, sh- or like the natives take like Venmo or <laughs> yeah. You know? like that's most. my thing is like you show up and be like it's cool. The president of America told yeah, yeah. me that I could have whatever I wanted. Hey, check it out. I have his image on this giant coin. I'm going to give you. <laughs> so he's totally real. <laughs> uh, Fucking uh, yeah! This is this is just as good as money. Yeah, yeah. Those are IOUs. Those sir. are IOUs. What's an IOU? It's just like a treaty. You're gonna love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, June nineteenth, Lewis wrote to William Clark asking him to come along. Though they even only knew each other for six months, both were in from Virginia, but Clark moved to Kentucky at age six. Clark was living in Indiana at the time. Uh, Jefferson, he had said he'd give Clark a captain's commission, even though he had retired from the army. And he didn't actually get a captain's commission. He had to be a lieutenant because the army wouldn't let him get his captaincy. But, they, oh. but all the guys on the corps actually called him captain because they didn't tell him that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a common theme. I thought the Wilkes was the guy that invented that shit. Yeah. Call me Admiral. So July 2nd, Lewis got the go-ahead to get up to 12 NCOs and privates. Yeah. He would pick them up in Masak or Kaskaskia. Those are words. Yep. The officers there didn't want to part with their best NCOs, but Lewis used his authority tie. Ah, uh, see, what you do is you just give them the shit bags and you you pump them up real good. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's great. You'll love him. Please take him the fuck away from here. Like, <laughs> he's not a drunkard at all. Like, yeah. There he selects Sergeant Patrick Gas. Any relation to Kyle? I don't know. He is going to kick your fucking ass, and you know his name is Kyle Gass. July 4th, 1803, Lewis was going to leave in the morning when he heard the news that Napoleon sold Louisiana to the U.S. Damn it. Finally. He sold not just New Orleans, but the whole dang thing. Yeah, but he had all that foreign credit to buy shit at French stores. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Napoleon had title to the area, but no way to enforce it. Plus, this would piss off the British, which he would enjoy. Plus, yeah, he was at war with fucking everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lewis would now have another duty, informing the Indians living there that there are now U.S. citizens. (laughs) God damn it. Yep. And there it is. (laughs) Hey, guess what? (laughs) Uh, Of course, no one knew exactly how big it was. Basically, it was any stream draining into the Mississippi. Now Lewis can map its boundaries. Oh, how the fuck are we even here? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you want to buy that land? Two million bucks. Yeah. Cool. What are the boundaries? Fuck, well, I, don't I don't know. know. Just give me the goddamn money. <laughs> Just got to make sure you tell the original tenants said that you're in their, they're in your country now. <laughs> what the fuck? So Lewis leaves Pittsburgh on July 5th, 1803, uh, the day after the news there. He still haven't heard from Clark yet. I'm sure he wanted, wanted to get to on the. Along. I'm sure he wanted to get on the road before like Jefferson sold it to Canada or some fucking thing. Like you know, he was to pick up the boat he was having built, but it wasn't even close to being done. I'm now picturing the A team music and a bunch of for some <laughs> reason, uh, you know, uh, fucking impact wrenches that oh, yeah. are <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on like wooden ass boats. Yeah, welding. Um, Lewis wanted to start up the Missouri in 1803, but that's not going to happen. Seven recruits did show up, though. The level of the Ohio River was dropping. The boat builder was a drinking man. (laughs) As opposed to everyone else on the (laughs) continent. But there was no one else in Pittsburgh who could do it. (laughs) Oh, best boat ever. (laughs) Just like a fucking fruit crate with like a sheet for a sail and a broomstick for a mast. Yeah, it'll, it'll tell the float. He's, he's seaworthy, sir, I assure you. a little bit to port, but, you know, compensates. She'll sail too. Could be like Snake Eater and build him a jet ski or something. Yeah. 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 Fucking Tropic Fucking Lorenzo Lamas, baby. <laughs> the city streets are a crime-infested jungle where one undercover cop plays by his own rules. Lorenzo Lamas is Snake Eater, a cop who makes sure the bad guys stick around. Snake Eater, an ex-Marine, now a cop, who plays dirty. But when his family is attacked, he becomes a one-man justice squad. Once again, he's Snake Eater, the ultimate fighting machine on a mission of vengeance. master of guerrilla tactics. Lorenzo Lamas, Snake Eater. To him, America is just another jungle. July 29th brought good news. It was a letter from Clark that he was in, and he said he'd look for men to join in. They included Charles Floyd, Nathaniel Pryor, William Bratton, Reuben Field, Joseph Field, George Gibson, John Shields, and in Pittsburgh, Lewis picked up John Coulter and George Shannon. Ooh. Holy shit. So John Coulter, we've talked about yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, Coulter's Hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coulter's Hell, Coulter's Run. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Coulter. So all the <laughs> all the greats. Uh, August 5th, the boat was still only half done. God damn it. Lewis thought of getting several pirogues or canoes. Yeah. Uh, or pierogies. They're P-Rogues, but yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, which half of the boat was done? The bottom half. Yeah. <laughs> good do, Good enough, man. We're, we're yeah. done here. It's a surfboard. Good. He hasn't... Letterbuck. I haven't built the outboard motor yet. Yeah. Uh, still working on the head. <laughs> also, while waiting, Lewis bought a dog named Seaman. Yeah. yeah. Best investment mm, ever. Mm, mm. Well, why did he buy Seaman? Well, first of all, what was Seaman? A Newfoundland. And why did why did he why was he excited about getting a Newfoundland? Uh, I don't know. He figured it would scare the shit out of the Indians because their dogs were kind of like these half coyote little scrawny fuckers, and Newfies were one of the bigger. Oh sure, yeah. And plus, they're good swimmers, so that's mm-hmm. helpful. But he figured, is that why he named him Sea Man? Yeah. And, and also figured like you know it's bigger than wolves and stuff. And sure. It figured it would be a like a we're here fuck you kind of sure yeah yeah without being overtly. Right. Uh, Lewis was going mad waiting for the drunk to finish the boat. 
Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Could he lend a hand, maybe? Yeah. Look, look, dude, I'll fucking help you build this thing. Roll up your fucking sleeves, grab an impact wrench. Uh, The boat was designed by Lewis on a napkin, (laughs) probably. (laughs) Drawing (laughs) pictures of, like, ligers and unicorns (laughs) shitting rainbows. It was 55 foot long. HMS Danger Boat. Eight foot wide at the widest. Had a shallow draft. It had a 32 foot mast that could be lowered. Ooh. Progressive. Oh shit! That's like the uh, the fucking mariner from uh, Waterworld. Well, yeah, not a catamaran though. Yeah. Oh, uh, cue, collapsible man. Cue, cue the Moto song right now. Oh, I fell off just a couple of times. Catamaran, catamaran. I fell off just a couple of times. The catamaran, the catamaran. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That's something you'd win on Press Your Luck. I know. I don't remember Press Your Luck. Press Your Luck? That's the one. No whammies. No whammies. Oh, is that what that was called? I just mm-hmm. always called it the Whammy Show. Yeah. And I watched it specifically for the whammies because I was like fucking me. six. Whammy hard. Do you really want a whammy? It's whammy time. Did you, do you ever watch the documentary about the guy that fucking won that shit oh, yeah. so hard they had to kick him off the show? He figured out the pattern to the and he would hit it. Like, he figured out how to fucking, well, like, like, nail it every single time. Ca- Captain Autism saves the day, basically. Pretty much. All right. But they basically had to, like, here, here's a fuckload of prizes. Yeah, he won go the so fuck much away. that, like, <laughs> here, take all this shit and fuck off. Yeah, you are no longer. <laughs> As if it was, like, I mean, they could just have told him to fuck off anyway. It's not like it's his legal right to be on the show. Yeah. Which, uh-huh. That's kind of generous of them. I don't know. It they is could, America. They, it they is could, your legal right to be on just, like, you know. Oh, he fell into a puddle and drowned. You know, <laughs> he's a drunkard. <laughs> fell into a puddle and drowned. Uh, it could quar- it carried twelve ton. Uh, the boat could be sailed. Always supposed or to be able to carry pulled. sixteen ton. What do you get? Another day older, deeper in debt. Yep. Uh, Lewis hoped to be on his way July twentieth. He'd been hoping to be on his way for some time now. August first at the latest. And the river had fell to record lows, but Lewis was going to go anyway. It's a great time to launch your new boat that took nine years for the cartoon drunkard to build. So five weeks late, August 31st, the last nail was nailed. They loaded it immediately, and they set off. Like onto a boat trailer? Take it to... They're going down the Ohio. Oh, loaded the boat, not loaded <laughs> up the boat. Yeah, okay. Uh, Got to take her to the f- ramp, get her in the river, you know. <laughs> They made it only three miles when Lewis pulled over to an island where the pioneers were living on it. They wanted to see a demonstration of his pneumatic rifle. Oh, yeah. that's uh, We've mentioned that before, too, and it's uh, it's kind of awesome. They had an air gun. And once again, we were talking ah, this to, does not ring a bell. We were talking about the fact, you know, the rifles were, real rifles were hard to load mm-hmm. and could only get off so many shots. But the air gun that you'd pump up with a pump and it had like a, so I've, I've, I know I've showed you pictures of it before. But I mean, long probably. probably during the syphilis episode. Oh yeah. Um, but that th- was back when I this thing, turned my brain this off. This thing could the buck off something like a crack in like ten shots a minute or something. So it was like as close as you got to a repeater back then. So you got you got a fucking it, it shot hard enough. It was like I think like thirty eight caliber or some shit. It was pretty good sized rounds, and it could shoot a lot. And that's another thing they used to be like, "Hi Indians, nice to meet you. You're living the United nice. States now. By the way, I can do this. You know." And they would be like, oh, very impressive. We're not going to fuck with you. But it was an air rifle you could, like, kill deer and shit with. Fuck. All yeah. right. So it probably had, like, a like a, like a, crazy a reservoir looking. tank. Yes, and then, like, I will, I you will, just, like, funk, I will, funk, I will, funk. Uh, it's, like I said, it wasn't that fast. Sure. But it was, compared to a muzzleloader, yeah. super fast. Cool. Yeah. So that's 500 to 600 PSI I have there. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> Uh, they're demonstrating it. I uh, actually got to see a replica of it uh, last summer when we went to, uh, Annie and I went through Great Falls, oh. and they had a bunch of, like, weapons uh, from, like, as of the core discovery, like, the kind of shit they would have had. And the guy had a replica of it. I'm imagining, like, the Ghostbusters 2, like, slime slime thrower thing, the big tank on their back, and then just, like, a, like a big-ass fucking, like, projectile shooter. Anyway, they're demonstrating it, and it... Accidentally went off and shot a lady through the hat at ah! 40 yards. 
She fell instantly with blood gushing from her temple. What? But it, she was revived and the wound wasn't serious at all. What? It went through her hat, though. Yeah, I it, guess. it actually hit her in the fucking head then. <laughs> uh, Lewis made sure it wasn't loaded the next time he passed the rifle from, so, from now on. Tony, this is what it looks like, and that's where the air tank and the buttstock is. But you had a you had a pump that was separate from it that you oh oh so the the buttstock is the air tank yeah okay well I mean it just look it looks like yeah it crashed in it looks like a fucking regular just like a hunting rifle almost right huh. but it was an air rifle and that's the that was I was like, hoping for more like steampunk kind of shit going on no I mean think about how air pressure works you can't have a hell of a lot of like brass tubes and shit because yeah. that's weak points you yeah, gotta yeah. have kind of a solid tank and then an import with probably a valve yeah and then whatever releases the air to shoot the projectile otherwise with the kind of technology they have there's no plastic there's yeah limited steel you know a lot of that shit was brass copper iron shit like that you're not getting not a bomb if, <laughs> yeah, if, right. you, That's true. if you fuck around too hard with yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff okay like there's not like there was like fucking you know die cutters and milling machines and shit it's a lot of hand forged shit. I mean, mm. that just makes me want to design a better air <laughs> rifle with like a backpack and a and a tube Daisy, coming up. And, Daisy eight eighty, yeah, best dude. air rifle ever built. <laughs> I killed so many fucking songbirds and rabbits and gophers and shit as a child. Now it's coming clear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, he's a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> no, just back when you know. Oh, there's blackbirds, you know, in the corn. Like mm. you guys go shoot them and see how many you can get. That's how you keep your kids off drugs. Guns. Yeah, just get them to kill all the local wildlife. <laughs> Here's some water dynamite. Go blow up some fucking sunfish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. The Ohio was so low that he had to hire oxen to pull the boat over to the shallows. I like uh, that implies that the oxen are the ones getting paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was as shallow as anyone could remember. Which was so that it was a road. Those are pretty shallow. Yeah, I guess so. Just as anyone can remember. So it could have been 12 feet of water. We, right. you know. Well, people are drowning in puddles. So, yeah. so uh, he saw squirrels crossing the river one time. So Lewis sicked semen after him and he brought him back. What? Brought back squirrels. Just like crossing the several? River. I like guess Just so. scooping up squirrels? Mm-hmm. And Lewis cooked them. He said they were fat and I thought they uh, pleasant food. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so they made fucking, you know, English muffin squirrel They were also mm-hmm. infused with Newfoundland slobber, I'm sure, because... <laughs> mm. What the absolute fuck? Okay. <laughs> uh, morning of September 13th, Lewis saw passenger pigeons fly over the river. Oh, and what's the deal with passenger pigeons, Tony? Uh, Lewis made them go extinct with the mm-hmm. air Lewis, Lewis didn't, but, like, uh, they used to be one of the most numerous birds on the planet mm-hmm. and were completely wiped out within the span of about 100, 100 years. years. Yes. Yep. yep. Obscured the sun when they crossed over. Yeah. So, like, bird locusts. Mm-hmm. We got to get rid of those motherfuckers. Well, I mean, it's sad that they're gone, but can you imagine if they were still around? Because air travel would be different. Oh, yeah. Uh, food yeah. production would be very different. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things would be very different. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where I'm on the fence. Like, I, I really want to have nature be in balance and stuff. And at the same time, I'm glad I my car isn't completely covered in three feet of bird shit every time they <laughs> fly over. <laughs> Uh, Lewis was worried about malaria. Malaria's got mossy teeth, dander, and a fat butt. Well, which yeah, is kind of yeah. a part of life at the time. Yeah, and we were on a river. <laughs> he took long Peruvian bark. Is which, that got quinine in it? Yep. There we go. Hey, that's actual medicine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't cure it, but it copes with it anyway. Yep. Yeah. They took long catgut mosquito nets. <laughs> and 200 pounds of tallow mixed with 50 pounds of hog's lard. What's that for? It served double purpose. Lube. Insect repellent and a base for pemmican. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Just lube the boat up so you can slide it along the rocks right. when the river's really low. Rib for her pleasure. Rib. Yeah. <laughs> at the falls of the Ohio, Lewis stopped at Clarksville and picked up Clark, who was living there at his brother's. Picture, I picture him just standing on the bank with like the <laughs> hobo bindle sack and yep. like a thumb out. Fucking Blues Brothers drive up in their cop uh, car. <laughs> they're like fucking ga- gas grass her ass. Yeah, no right. one rides for free on the sticker on the keelboat. 
put the band back together, man. Yeah. Wait, you said they picked up Clark in Clarksville? Mm-hmm. Is Clarksville named after his family? Of course. Okay. <laughs> you had to ask? I was making sure. <laughs> Over the next two weeks, Lewis and Clark selected the first enlisted men of the expedition. They I made... pick you, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> they made Charles Floyd and Nathaniel Pryor sergeants. Uh, Floyd's dad served with Clark's brother. They swore in nine men. Uh, along with Clark was York, yep. his slave and lifelong companion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. involuntary lifelong <laughs> companion that he inherited from his father. <laughs> Come here, motherfucker. You're my new best friend. Well, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure when they were growing up and they are both little kids before, you know, they kind of figured out that the one, dynamic of them, one of them was property and one of them yeah. was, um, I'm sure they probably, you know, Got to hang out a bit as long as the parents would let him and stuff. Yeah. But um, well, you know, York's, it, York's dad was Clark's dad's companion. Yes. Too. Well, it's it's good that they have fucking traditions. Fucking assholes. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's gonna get worse for York. It's gonna get better for York and then get worse for York. I know. You sound um, really resigned, but, <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> All I know is that he like gets laid a lot, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yes. They also pick up George Juilliard from Fort Massac. Uh, Lewis was authorized to draw volunteers from the fort there, but there weren't too many good choices, and they only picked up two men. So they played Duck, Duck, Goose, and the guys that lost got to go on the boat. Uh, November 13th, they left Fort Massac. Massac. Yep. Lewis was hit with a violent ague or fever. Oh. He had malaria. Malaria, cha cha cha. So he took a doze, a D O Z E. That's how he spelt it. Yeah. Oh, we, it must, well, that's the thing is, um, of course, this journey is like uh, chronicled by. Uh, I'm reaching for it. Uh, the journals of Lewis and Clark and several other sergeants. It's amazing. Some of the enlisted men have better spelling than the landed gentry because, like, <laughs> Lewis and Clark can't spell shit. Well, did he, did he take a dose? Like, he went to sleep, or did he? He take took a, a dose. He took a dose. Okay. Oh yeah. Like, uh, especially Lewis. Like his his spelling is fucking abysmal. Hey hey, not all not all <laughs> geniuses can be good spellers. Trust me. Sound a little defensive there. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> so a dose of Doctor Rush's pills, and he felt better. Oh good. He had diarrhea. Now. Yeah. Just shit your brains out. It'll make everything all better. So now they finally made it to the Mississippi. So now they have to turn upstream. So I guess that's a good place to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We've made it to what? Missouri? They just yep. left. They literally just left. <laughs> so this we, is perfect. we thought it was going to be a three-parter. It's probably going to be like a six-parter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're going to leave you today. Yeah. And, and then... You know, through the magic of radio, we're, we're going to go to the store and probably get some alcohol and then go record another couple episodes of this. Yep. But go. you'll you'll get it one at a time. We're going to go get so, a couple bowls of loudmouth soup. There you go. Uh, but I uh, hope you enjoyed the uh, the first of what's going to be apparently an unending episodes of The Core of Discovery. <laughs> we'll just make all six episodes of this, like, well, this will be season five or whatever. Well, like, full disclosure, you know, the holidays are coming up, people got stuff to do, so it's good to, uh, we're, we're, we're packing our quiver with stuff so you guys get content and you don't get any blank spaces, what yeah. it amounts to. But, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that shit. We'll see you next week. Uh, uh, until then, we're going to go out in a hail of gunfire. From a Not- pneumatic pit, uh, oh, rifle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go.